Welcome to the Language Hacking Podcast from Fluent in Three Months. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Language Hacking Podcast. I'm your host, Benny Lewis, and in today's Ask Benny style episode, I want to talk about doing uh, learning activities through your language. So this isn't learning the language, it's learning something else and doing that something through the language. So in my case, I'm currently in South Korea and I'm really trying to push up my Korean. So one way I'm doing that by also uh, giving myself some immersion in the local culture is I'm taking K-pop dance lessons through Korean. And I am not shy about sharing my progress. So if you're really curious to see Benny dance K-pop songs, you can see that on my Instagram. I have a special Instagram just for Korean. I'll link to that in the show notes. And um, I'll share a few on my other Instagram accounts as well eventually. But I'm going to regular dance lessons and I'm doing it through Korean. This is something I've done with many of my languages. When I was learning Mandarin, I went to hip hop lessons through Mandarin while I was in Taiwan. Now, I know for a lot of people who aren't traveling, this may seem a lot more inaccessible. But first, do try to see if there are local events or cooking classes that happen to take place in another language where you live. You would be surprised what you'd come across depending on how international your city is. But if it isn't an international city, you can do this also through online tutorials. So one thing I'm going to be doing when I leave Korea and I still want to learn K-pop dance numbers as new songs come out, is I'm very simply going to search for them on YouTube because I've already seen tutorials from Koreans for K-pop songs coming out who are teaching on YouTube how to do the dance moves. I really recommend you try to learn new skills or even skills that you have to know anyway that you would normally be Googling or whatever. So as another example... As you guys know, I'm a YouTuber and I like making TikTok and YouTube videos. And in a lot of them, I need to do some form of special effect. So um, this requires me searching for a lot of things because I'll run into a problem and I need to figure out how do I do this effect. So what I do instead of Googling it in English is I'll Google it in some of my better languages. In my case, that's French, Spanish and Portuguese would be my best languages. So I will search for it. And sometimes, even when I search in English, I may not get a great tutorial. So it's worth my while to use the advantage of knowing other languages. And I'll search in my other languages and I'll see loads of very interesting and well thought out tutorials that aren't in English. And I've learned a lot of video editing through my other languages just by searching for them on YouTube. And lots of other things you might do. If you want to practice yoga at home, there's loads of yoga lessons on YouTube that you can find. If you want to learn how to play chess better, then you'll find loads of chess tutorials on the likes of YouTube. And what people also have uh, started to realize is a big competitor to YouTube in terms of searching for tutorials is TikTok. TikTok has a wealth of videos. So if there's ever something you're thinking, man, I wish I could do this, like I want to learn how to cook this particular thing or whatever it may be, whatever skills and hobbies you personally have, maybe open the TikTok app and try to search for 
in your target language how to do that thing and see what comes up. And you may be surprised if you've heard my other podcasts, you know, I recommend you have a social media account in your target language. So maybe search within that account and follow the person who makes the tutorials and watch their backlog of content. And that's going to help you to learn things. So, yeah, I thought I'd share this because obviously it's very much on my mind as I go to regular K-pop dance lessons in Korean. And my Korean is definitely not at the high level stage. But the great thing about something like a dance lesson is there's a lot of mimicry involved. So I'll definitely catch the basics that the teacher is saying in terms of, you know, left and right. And then we're doing this and that. But sometimes their, their explanations can feel a little complex. But I don't feel as intimidated because I can very simply mimic their body movements and I can follow along with them in that way. So it's a kind of a hybrid of me both applying my language skills and having to listen intensively to what they're saying to try to follow along. But at the same time, I can fall back on the fact that it's more of a physical activity. So even if I don't catch every word that they're saying, I can still mimic their body movements and that helps me move along. And that's why I don't feel as intimidated, even though I'm pretty much always the only foreigner in the class and definitely not the most skilled dancer, but I still try anyway. And I know the combination of mimicking them and using my Korean means I can make progress. But even when I leave Korea, I'm still going to be watching online tutorials for K-pop dance classes um, on YouTube. So I figured I'd share that little tip with you guys and see if you test it out for yourself. And we've loads of other tips in our boot camp. So do check that out at languagehacking.com slash BC. We give people a huge list of resources and ways to learn language as you're getting into it. And then we coach people with their own specific language challenges. For instance, you'll see me in a live stream every month where you can ask me face to face the questions that are on your mind. And then we have other coaches come in. So there's a, a call very, very regularly to make sure you're doing what you need to do. And you have a supportive community to help you as well. And they can give you loads of ideas. When I was starting with Korean, I saw amazing suggestions for resources for Korean that I had not seen in Googling. And it was all within my very own boot camp. So just by pinging the crowds and seeing what were they using, I saw things I hadn't even considered. So it's great to be a part of a learning community. And you can do that if you check out languagehacking.com slash BC. I'd love to see you there. And otherwise, until the next time, I will wish you a very happy language learning. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Language Hacking Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you found this episode valuable and want to help us out, please leave a review at languagehacking.com forward slash review. The Language Hacking Podcast is presented by Benny Lewis, Shannon Kennedy, and Elizabeth Bruckner, and produced by Kitachai Boonthong, with special thanks to the Fluent in Three Months team. The theme music was written and performed by Shannon Kennedy. Find the show notes at languagehacking.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening, and happy language learning.